0: To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbenjoy.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's PBandjoey.com for more information. com. Hey, everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal, investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and Zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the wait list and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to Positivesarcasm.com/slash donate. And when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between three and one hundred and fifty dollars after funding your account. That's all you gotta do. You get a free stock, I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money.
1: Ray, people will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door, as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it is money they have, and peace they like. Ray, just sign the papers. And they'll walk out to the bleachers, sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon, Find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines. Where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they'll watch the game. And it'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick that I have to brush them away from their faces. Ray, when the bank opens in the morning, they'll foreclose. People will come, Ray.
0: You're broke, Ray. You sell now or you lose everything.
1: The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come.
2: And I
0: will always be here. Jay hair sarcasm.com Streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. God, that makes my dick hard every time. So streaming live from the Spare Parts Studio. You can find me on Instagram at Positive Underscore Sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. Or if you just want to be my friend, you can just go to Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. You can also find me on the TikTok. On oh, the TikTok. That's like, I mean, it sounds like a, a, a social media app developed by Kesha. Just tick on the talk. Wanna see my giant cock so hard on the gram within seven seconds of spam. I made that up. But yeah, you can find me on the TikTok at Positive Sarcasm. So you can find me on the social medias, YouTube, YouTube channel, Positive Sarcasm Podcast, like, subscribe, share, donate. Facebook positive sarcasm.com slash donate. Uh, yeah, hey, we're still here. I uh, we're still kicking. Uh, I don't know if the National Guard will probably be deployed, but hey, who knows? No big deal. The, uh, we aren't, let's see here. This is the Sunday leftovers where I basically just make shit up and I go with the leftover articles that I wasn't able to get to from the week before. And I wonder what's in the news today. Gee, pretty hard to get past the elephant in the room that refuses to freaking leave. But besides the fact, I did have some new additions to the spare parts studios, just a couple extra items uh, here and there that you can't see on screen. Last night was a laugh fest, though, because um, this company that I've been buffing with for a while here, this uh, Wild Tonic Kombucha. Well, apparently they make a hard, a hard kombucha. Uh, yeah, I'll get right into it. Uh, just another plug for a company that doesn't pay me. Ha ha ha! I look good today. A little bit of a my eh, like twelve, my my two day shadow. Um, yeah, I shave every other day. Mm-hmm. Gee, where'd that fucking squirrel come from? Anyways, back to the topic at hand people will most definitely come ray 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 the so the wild tonic kombucha they make a hard like a 5.6 percent alcohol by volume kombucha well all kombucha has alcohol in it that's the thing it has like a little teeny tiny pre teeny tiny drop of alcohol in it so you can drink it while you're at work or when you're with your friends or, you know, you're at Planned Parenthood, you can drink it. It's perfectly fine. But the idea that this is as 5.6, like, all right, well, just maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a kombucha with a kick. I had about, I had a small glass of it and I went to bed. I went to bed and like woke up with a headache. I felt like shit. Maybe it was those two donuts I ate. I wonder what that was all about. Um, this stuff kicked me right in the ass. I don't drink per se at all. I mean, I keep my calories low for most of the day, you know, uh, to to lose weight, you know, because uh, sexy shred summer is upon us. Um, nobody's going to be able to look at me if nobody's going to be able to go to the beach though. But the idea that um, I'm, you know, not taking in really any carbohydrates during the weekdays and I don't really drink at all, so I don't have much of a, a tolerance for it and I'm in a caloric deficit most of the time, that... This just, I mean, I don't know, I mean, having a, having a little bit of a beer, no big deal. Having a glass of scotch or a glass of whiskey or some champagne or wine, no big deal. I had a glass of this, I was out cold. I was laughing silly until about 10.30 at night. Just for some reason, just trying to, you ever had those giggles when you were like, um, when you are like in school, you had your like your buddy, you know, your buddy in school and you you guys are just, the tea, you're supposed to be quiet in class. You guys are at your desks and every stupid little thing that your friend does, you just bust out laughing. You have the most ridiculous, the some of the funnest times in your life where you were laughing until you have to pee yourself uh, in school just for no reason. Just it makes like a little face at you, like pulls his tongue out or flicks a booger or whatever. And you're just laughing silly. And I was trying to hold those in last night to the point where uh, my calves were starting to strain again. Um, and I was just I just couldn't stop laughing. I think eventually I just passed out. Eventually I just kind of poof, I was done. I woke up and felt like shit. I felt like such a, this stuff was killer. Um, if you're into it, they have the wild tonic. They have mango ginger, and they have blueberry basil. It's called a June or a Yun, hard June, J-U-N. Um, it, this one says it's a kombucha, but I don't I don't trust them. I don't trust them. So yeah, you can go ahead and check that out. It's um. It was, it was good. It, I mean, it tastes good, but it just, holy shit. 5.6% by volume to me felt like something way more devastating. But I uh, still enjoyed it, drank it, and then passed out from it. So right now we are on pretty much everything is getting uh, shut down at this point. So we can kind of, you know, get through this, uh, this whole COVID-19 BS, uh, which is real. Not for me because doesn't bother me none. But, I mean, I probably already had it um, and probably already recovered from it it's out there and uh let's just talk about the facts at hand that we probably are going to have some cities that are going to close up uh close up shop for a few days if not for a few weeks or at least until further notice uh and then from there uh we're going to probably see some stuff come down from the government as far as uh subsidies or delays uh, uh payments uh bailouts loan extensions so here's the thing is with that all that with all that coming down there is there are systems in place to protect you from losing all of your money. You're going to, I mean, are, are the chances are that you could lose a lot of money or not going to be able to make a certain bill or something of that nature? Yes. Okay. Could you lose your job or be furl- furloughed or uh, lose hours or something that? Yes. That is always a possibility. I'm not going to tell you too bad, so sad. But maybe there are some things that we can talk about that maybe I didn't bring up on last week's podcast, the podcast before that, that maybe there are some things that you can do to either bring peace of mind or help you properly prepare for. I mean, because this is a still a fluid situation. So at least the next couple days. Uh, did I even turn on my lights for this podcast? I did not even turn on the lights for this podcast. Maybe I should do that. You think I should do that? I should do that. Hold on. That's better. That looks more like the Positive Sarcasm Podcast. Oh, and by the way, uh, to those of you who are um, going up and using, okay, there's a huge jump in bandwidth usage lately. Listen, if you don't have, if you haven't been doing a podcast for over a couple years like I have, you know, the professionals, if you're just going up there to complain about some random bullshit or how Starbucks got your order wrong, do me a favor and fuck off for now. Let let the people who actually use it as a business or have something legitimate to do with it kind of take up what what is left of the goddamn bandwidth that comcast squeezes um just do me fair and f i don't care about that just just go ahead and take five go ahead watch some netflix from whatever bandwidth they're giving you go ahead and fix some stuff around the house and don't go on don't go on instagram live and complain about your boyfriend uh, just just go ahead take a few days off Take that bandwidth, allow us to continue what we're doing, be entertained by it. I had a client last night, they had their bar. Their bar has to be shut down so they can't make any money. So they hired me to go over there and get a live stream going for them so that the band could play to people who need to be entertained who would normally go out on like a Saturday night. So those are the things that bandwidth that you're using up for whatever bullshit that you're up to should be better suited to the businesses that actually really need it right now. You don't need it because there's plenty for you to do around the house since your waitress job hours have been cut short. And so do yourself a favor, just chill out on that. The idea that there's a lot of things for you to do right now, okay? There this is treat this like vacation time. Alright? Now what your biggest concerns what are your biggest concerns during this whole situation it's money the whole thing is it's all about money that's your biggest concern how are we going to pay for this how are we going to pay for that if we didn't have to worry about money this wouldn't be an issue but we do we all all of our concerns are based around income how are we going to pay our bills there were suicides back in 2008 when the stock market crashed and people were not able to pay their mortgages people died they killed themselves their whole families because they freaked out that much. And there's no reason for that to be of major concern. Number, uh, I mean, yeah, there will be deaths and things like that. That's just how it goes. Some of them are impreventable, but let's go down the road. Let's just say, okay, that this is not going to affect you uh, f- physically. You're going to be fine. Then let's just focus on the financial part of this, okay? Let's focus on I'm going to freestyle this, obviously. But I have these these thoughts hold true. These thoughts hold hold true, and if you're not going online constantly and spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on fucking uh, a Nike apparel, then you should have some cash laying around. But be as it may, say your job gets furloughed. All right, and you have either a mortgage or a rent. All right, let's focus on that. You're gonna get you're gonna be able to f- apply for unemployment at least. Most likely, your job, a lot of jobs, if you work in an office, have some type of 401k or savings. Uh, so there, that stuff is gonna be there's gonna be extensions. If you get laid off from your job, you get 401k. You also get, you're going to get some type of, um, if you're furloughed, you're not going to be able to access your 401k, or you're not going to get your vacation pay, or you're not going to get your last two weeks or whatever, okay? A lot of jobs have that preparation uh, where you sign off and they give you some type of money, but you're going to end up with... Most of you, if you've been working on a job for a couple of years, you have a 401k or a 401a. You get vaca- You have vaca- vacation time, so when they lay you off, they have to give you that vacation time. If they fire you, they I don't think they have to. You're also going to be able to apply for unemployment, which is going to be uh, when the mo- stock market crashed back in 2008, that money was readily readily available to you within one month. Okay? Now, also, with the situation currently fluid uh these a lot of these situations are going to be a lot of stuff is already already being it's already in the process of being done so you're your possibilities of how are you going to pay your bills and when do you have to pay your bills in the stock market crash 2008 you didn't get the opportunity to uh extend your bills out except for maybe college if you had a college loan you could defer it one time for about six months Everything else, your credit card payments, your rent or your mortgage or your car payment, those were due. Those were due. You couldn't defer those. You could not defer those. In this situation, with the stock market being potentially locked out completely, there are a lot of things that you can do. For example, Century 21 just stated that they you may be able to extend your mortgage. Now, I get it. There's interest or interest compounds and things of that nature, but we're talking about in the now. What can you be doing in the now to protect your overall investment in your own life and well-being for when this thing passes? And it will pass. We're talking about not a matter of if but when. Now, you set 21 and a lot of other mortgage companies will follow suit. Uh, you have the opportunity to defer payments on your mortgage, which is a large chunk of your of your uh, income, anywhere between six to twelve months. Okay, so now that money's freed up in the time being. So that's let's just say anywhere from one thousand to two thousand dollars that you had to spend on your house, you don't have to spend on in your house anymore. College loans, Cla- college loans. A lot of people have college loans that can that go range from fifty to five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. I mean, my college loans before I uh, did some refinancing were $275 a month. And then I went and deferred them. So monthly I was saving now $275, at least for those six months. So now $275 plus let's say your mortgage is, I don't know, $1,500. So now you're saving $1,700, $1,800 right now. And then what else? Is there You can defer credit card payments for a couple months. Car loan payments, most of you have car loan payments. Car loan payments, you can defer for a few months. So three to six months deferment of car loan payments. So there is another mm, two to $300. So now over $2,000, and I'm just roughing these numbers, but this is accurate information. A lot of credit unions, a lot of banks, a lot of mortgage companies, a lot of them are all deferring because at the end of the day, they're going to need money too. They're eventually, when this thing gets all taken care of, and a lot of them are going to be bailed out by the federal government, the airlines are going to get bailed out by the federal government um the uh, these banks your money is protected there so you don't have to worry about that but we'll, we'll get into that in just a second but a lot of these companies are going to get bailed out by the federal government so they're going to have some type of economic stimulus coming their way and they're going to want your business back when this is all said and done and so they want to protect their co- they still want to protect their clients through all of this and th- don't worry not every company is closed right now you know there's, there's still takeout service being done there's still delivery delivery services being being done shipping and mailing is still being done i saw an army of amazon trucks pulling out from this town one town over just the other day just amazon truck after amazon truck after amazon truck amazon just hired what was it like twelve thousand employees or something like that some companies bank of america i think hired just a hundred thousands of employees a lot of companies right now in times of crisis are they need more workers they need more workers they're hiring more workers right now There are hospitals that are hiring more workers because they need hotline staff, frontline staff to deal with this shit show. So there's companies right now, uh, there's companies like Zoom, Zoom Video Communications, where a lot of work is going remote. They're going to need, right now they're struggling obviously with getting the bandwidth and security settings so that hackers don't get into certain feeds and cause all kinds of chaos. But those companies right now are also doing quite well. Because the demand for them is going up significantly, therefore their stock goes up. Matter of fact, their stock went up. I think twenty in twenty one week, it went up like twenty six, twenty seven dollars. That's that was around a twenty percent increase, actually. So if you were worried about the stock market crashing, but at the end of the week you dropped, you know, about a thousand bucks on Zoom, you made, uh, you made a, you got a few extra pennies before you closed up shop at three fifty nine p.m. Now with the stock market, that's a different thing. The stock market right now, if you need money, this is the critical thing. So, all right, we've already discussed the fact that if you're going to defer payments from uh, a lot of your accounts. So let's just say we just we, we deferred your car loan for six months, we deferred your uh, mortgage for, for six months, and we deferred one other thing for six months. So about $1,500 to $2,000, we got you to at least not worry about. If you get laid off from your job, your 401k and your unemployment benefits will come in within one month. And yes, they will be still there. You will have them for a few months. That Kid you not. A lot of people are applying for them, but you will get them. uh, And forget about what you see on the news, all right? Forget about what you see on the news because everything is an op-ed. It's all being skewed. It's designed to get you to tune in. These news organizations need you to watch them, otherwise they don't exist. Bill Gates said in the early 80s that we're dead because nobody needs us. And when he said we, he was referring to Microsoft. If you don't watch the news, they're dead. They don't exist. They don't matter. So if, if any of these organizations, you're watching them, they matter. If you don't watch them, they don't matter. So any content that they put out, if you everyone just stopped watching or clicking on their ads or their uh, uh, any, any, any of their material in general, they don't exist. They're trying to find, like anything else, they're trying to find a story that they can get an audience for. It's all about generating revenue so that they can show it to their advertisers and be like, look, look how much income, or look how much... Uh, Look how much eyes we have on our stuff. Give us money. So don't pay attention to that shit. Just focus on the facts at hand. Right now, because of everything going on, you are able to uh, defer payments for now. So protect your short-term self for your long-term best interest. You can do that now. Start applying. If it's federal, you absolutely can. State benefits are also available. Also, there's talk about government stimulus coming right into your own pocket. So watch for that. Just expect that. If you get a check in the mail, great. Have an eye on that. If you have any loose cash, hang on to that right now. Don't put it in the bank. Just hang on to it. Number one, it could be disease-ridden, so maybe you want to run it through the washer and dryer. But still, the idea that you, if you have loose cash, just hang on to it for now because some companies may be going, uh, some businesses may be going cash only. And it may be good just to have that loose cash in case you need anything. Our dollar is not going to drop. I wouldn't worry about that. Just the fact that if you have loose cash, have it on you. If you need to go through the toll system and something doesn't work for some reason or if you're doing uh, bartering or if you're doing some Craigslist stuff or you need something that somebody else has, vice versa, it'll be good. So if the, if the drive through or the ATM is out of order, because remember, I get it. You could pull up to the ATM and uh, uh, grab cash, but if the ATM's out of order? Who's gonna fix it? Well if the bank's closed down and that area's locked down, you can't they're, then they're, there's that. Nobody's well it's not if it's locked down. If the ATM's close, if the ATM's broken, nobody's coming to fix it. Nobody's come most likely expect no one to come and fix it. So if you had that extra cash and don't do a run on the bank. Just like I, I yelled at you guys a few not you guys, but in general. No runs. Don't do a run on the bank. Don't do a run on the grocery store. There's plenty of food out there for everybody. There's plenty of cash out there for everyone. Okay. If you want to have a couple hundred bucks, if you have like a hundred bucks, it doesn't even have to be that 50 bucks. Okay. A little bit for gas. If you need it, a little bit for food. If you need it, no crazy shit, crazy shit is what gets you sending down the downward is what sends you down the spiral. That's where everything starts to fall apart. It's just have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and you're gonna be fine, all right. And now is a great time for you to learn how to make soup, uh, uh, do arts and crafts at home, get shit done around the house. You know those, you know that painting that you want you've been wanting to hang for the longest time. Well, now here's your chance, fuckhead. Why don't you go ahead and do a little measuring? Grab a level or do a little comparison with the with the uh, with the corners and stuff like that, and see if you can level that up, get that up on the wall those uh the that other the inform that homework that you wanted to get to or that studying or that article that you wanted to read why don't you go ahead and hop on that i'm sure a lot of people are saying that right now well now is your chance to do it there's some movies you want to catch up on there's some writing you wanted to get done some recording you wanted to do some editing you, there's a lot that you can be doing right now at the house if you want to be playing catch up around the house that's the one thing that people complain about the most oh i have so much stuff to do with the house well now here's your chance so why don't you go and jump on that right now? Because this little fucking vacation is not gonna last forever. So excuse me, your best bet is to jump on it now. Because eventually, eventually, you are gonna go have to back. You're gonna have to go back to work and contribute to society once again instead of being a bump on a log in your backyard. Uh, so definitely take advantage of that. If for some reason I I, I advertise the Robinhood app. Um, if you have, if you use the Robinhood app or apps like it, just check it, check and make sure that it's mem- member uh, FDIC approved. Now, any any losses you incur in the stock market, that's your own damn fault for uh, not following trends. But as far as if you have money uh, invested in per se, like just like in the actual cash, un- like say you have, say you deposited like five hundred bucks, and it's just sitting there not invested in anything and Robinhood dies, or E-Trade dies, you're fine. That's FDIC. That means that if, for some reason, you have uninvested cash sitting in that account, and those companies go bust, you get your money back. FDIC is federally protected funds per the individual up to $250,000. So if you had $250,000 in a trading app that's uninvested and it crashes... You, your money is protected by the federal government. You're not going to lose a dime if it's money invested through Robinhood and it's invested in stock, and the app dies or the program or the business dies. It's still stock that's in your name, so you're not going to lose that stock at all. Okay, that money is still in the stock market, henceforth, it still belongs to you. You're fine. You will obviously recover it through some other means, and they may send you paper stock. There are Circuit breakers in place for when the shit goes down. A lot of the times, you're protected. Okay, so if back in the old days when I would trade stocks, you would literally have paper stocks in hand, and in order to sell it, you either had to call up the broker or sign the back of them and then send them in, and then they'd send you a check. It was pretty, it was pretty basic shit back in the day. But nowadays, if you're there's, you have those options. But if it's, it's invested in the stock market, you're fine. You're not going to lose it you'll have to watch it through other means necessary. And then if something happens with that app, it's in the stock market, the stock market is going to be aware. Like for example, if if a company like Etrade collapses, believe me, Wall Street's going to find out about it. They're going to take appropriate action, notify all the members, and the members are going to retrieve their investment portfolio through other means. And then you're fine. You're fine. There there are there's there's shit in place. To protect you as the individual, so that nothing, so that you don't incur huge amounts of losses to which you can't recover. Um, where else was I going to go with this? Oh, okay. So let's just say there's, a, there's another thing here. Let's just say you have money invested in the stock market, and you uh, you haven't pulled them out of you haven't sold yet. There's a chance that because of all the panic. There may be panic selling. And since more people have access to the stock market than ever before through online trading, through Robinhood trading, through e-trading, all that stuff, things can get sold quicker and there can be panic selling. If the stock market crashes uh, a certain percentage, there's a 15-minute stoppage to all trading. Wall Street comes to a screeching halt for 15 minutes. It, It basically helps everybody calm down, And then they reassume trading 15 minutes. If it happens again, there's another circuit breaker that happens. They stop trading again for 15 minutes. If it happens a third time, trading gets stopped for the entire day. So if there's a huge amount of panic selling, there's no chance that, at least for that day, that the stock market can go to zero. That's not going to happen. Not in one day. Not in even two days because it takes a long time for a market to crash like that. And even while one, even while one stock is crashing, another one is 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 making money. There's always chance. And right now, at this point, with everything as low as it is, as long as the money the companies don't go uh, bot, uh, bottoms up, you have a chance to make a large amount of money, whether it be in real estate or in stocks or futures or bonds. There's and right now, gas is cheap. Gas is far less expensive. So there you have an opportunity really here to uh, make up on some lost some lost time, some uh, some investments. I mean, Pete, there there's a buddy of mine who bought a house that's worth double for what he bought it at at, right after the market crash back in 08, 09. he picked up a house for under 200 grand. It's worth almost 400 Gs right now. See, these are the opportunities when if you have that extra cash kicking around, now's your chance to pick up on some investments so that you are instead of, you know, instead of buying 600 cans of tuna fish Go ahead and create a stock portfolio for yourself or go and buy a piece of property. That freaking per- that person selling that piece of property, that real estate agent, will thank you for you. Thank you for it. Also, maybe you're looking to get like a winter car or get another car. Right now, people, because it's tough times, people are selling stuff rather inexpensively. So if you need maybe like a nice commuter car or something of that nature because people are going to be working more remote, they no longer need that second car or that primary, that that car Maybe they're going to condense their financing or whatever. There's going to be stuff out there for you to pick up on the cheap. You can absolutely be and come out on top of all this. You can come out on top of all this, and you can have extra money kicking around for when it's all over. And that's the thing. So, just to recap, you're, you can you can defer payments. Your money's protected if it's in the stock market, and for some reason the pro, uh, the programs you're using collapse. You're probably going to get a stimulus check in the government. Uh, make sure you hang on to it until all this is all over. Then decide what you can do with it. If you have to use it right away to protect your own ass, that's one thing. But if you don't have to use that money gifted to you by the federal government, even though it's going to eventually, you know, you're going to have to pay it through either taxes or something else, it's your money at this moment. So at least do yourself a favor and hold on to it if you don't have to spend it and then put it in a, a savings account, or not a savings account, but just do something where it's still going to be there if you don't absolutely need it. Because this is a good chance where if you have the opportunity to, and you, you still have a some people, a lot of people, they still have a job, they still got shit they got to do, uh, they could use the extra cash, and it's probably going to be available to them. Great. You take that cash, you pay down some bills, when things go back to somewhat normal, you're going to be ahead of the game. You're going to be ahead of the game, you're going to feel a hell of a lot better for it. Now's a great time to get stuff done around the house. Now's a great time to start some of those projects that you've been thinking about working on. So these are interesting times. There, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people are... Everything's up in the air right now. You don't know what's going to happen until it actually comes down as official. Everybody's speculating right now. Nobody has a fucking clue. And to be perfectly honest, nobody has their A-team on top of things right now because so many people... Are, are going through testing uh, or they're staying home or they have their families to take care of because they may be perfectly healthy, but their kids are out of school or their loved one is out of work. So they got to be home. They have to make adjustments and you'll have to make adjustments along with them. And these people that, whether they work for a news outlet or or they work for ESPN, they're not, some of these people are not available. So you're not going to, you're going to, this is an opportunity for those People who uh, you normally see on TV day in and day out, although some of them should go should go away or just shut up altogether, um, you're going to be seeing other people, their opportunities to step in and make a name for themselves. There are a lot of things closed right now, but I don't, I'm not, I don't see a lot of negative. I do get concerned because when it gets locked down, I'm not the virus in general doesn't scare me. The um, the stock market doesn't scare me at all. It doesn't scare me at all. Uh, it's people that scare me. People and their decision-making are what frighten me because people are capable of making really poor decisions. And it just goes to show, I mean, I saw an article, there was an article about a dude who stole, like, he tried to steal, like, 350 rolls of toilet paper from a hotel. People make really, you have to think about it, If you're about to make a stupid decision like that, although they don't think, it, how does this benefit How does this benefit me? The risk versus reward. I'm going to go into a hotel and steal toilet paper. Okay, so now I can wipe my ass, or I can go to jail. So I mean, there really is a risk. There's a you have to really re- weigh risk versus reward, and the ability that a person can make that dumb of a decision in such a short amount of time is what really makes me realize that it's not the It's not the virus I'm afraid of. It's the people and their horrible decision making uh, that really frightens the shit out of me. So the idea of just of social isolation and distancing is I've been a fan of that before the virus even showed up before before people got off the carnival cruise ship and infected half of California. I was perfectly I was perfectly fine with not associating with 75 percent of the population to begin with. They were all assholes and annoying to me to begin with, anyways. I didn't have any problem being like, okay, I don't have to talk to you. No, I definitely don't have to talk to you. And now I have a reason. Oh, coronavirus. So I don't, I'm perfectly okay with that. Now, you're going to have to keep an eye out on uh, sales and dropping prices in general for things for you to take advantage of. You're also going to have to be very aware of companies trying to take advantage of you because there are a lot of. For the amount of companies that are sending you emails, we care, and we're ready, and uh, we're here for you, and wash your fucking hands. There are some companies out there that don't give a shit about you. They're going to send you a bill in the mail every month, and they don't care whether uh, the coronavirus shows up or it's Red Dawn and the Russians are parachuting into Kansas. They don't give a shit. You're going to get a bill from them. For example, Comcast. Comcast doesn't give a shit about you. Comcast is going to send you that giant ass bill every month, and probably at the end of this, their your price and stock their uh their bill your bill for them is probably going to go up. For what reason? I don't know. Just the it's it's going to be the coronavirus fee. It's going to show up right there on your Xfinity bill. Oh, there's your internet, there's your TV, there's your phone. Oh, pandemic, the pandemic fee, five ninety nine. All right, swell. But Planet Fitness apparently was charging um, charging patrons. Uh, there. What was it? Ten bucks a month for them? Those that Planet Fatness? Uh, ten bucks a month, even though they are closed. I believe that's what it was. Let's see. What does the article say from New York Post? Angry, angry gym rats blasted Planet Fitness. You're not a gym rat if you go to Planet Fitness. You don't. You're not. You're not. I can't. You are not a gym rat if you go to Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness is not for gym rats. Okay. Um, Planet Fitness is for people who only eat bad pizza. And Tootsie Roll Pops, angry, uh, angry gym rats blasted Planet Fitness on Thursday after they learned the chain had charged their accounts for the first for the month of March, despite the fact that they've been stuck at home because of the coronavirus. Planet Fitness making sure they snatch my membership. Okay, that's just the quotation. The New Hampshire-based fitness franchisor. First of all, on behalf of New Hampshire, I would like to apologize for Planet Fitness. It's shit. It's like okay, I maybe I haven't mentioned that the fact that um. Okay, obviously you guys know I'm not a fan of Comcast and probably one of the, that's, I think they're rated my number one shittiest company. Planet Fitness is right up there. Planet Fitness does not promote health and wellness. Planet Fitness does not care about its, its customers. I don't even think Planet Fitness cares about its fucking employees. I hate Planet Fitness. I will go argue with anybody over it. They do not promote health and wellness. They do not promote health and wellness. They do not push a person to be healthier and better and stronger. They don't give a shit about that. I don't care what anybody says. Their, pers- their their sales reps can go fuck themselves. All right, and then all of a sudden you pay 10 bucks a month, and then that's it. You're in a membership, and they'll just keep taking the money. Uh, let's see. Planet Fitness, making sure that the New Hampshire-based fitness franchisor appeared to have users across the United United States despite mandatory closings in a number of U.S. states. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. So those gyms, because there are several states that have Planet Fitnesses, and they were in a mandatory lockdown. If you cannot use their service, you should not be billed for their service. For example, if there was a if there was a lockout on Comcast and you were not able to use their services, but they still charged you, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. That's a huge lawsuit waiting to happen. And it's you and you could be out between thirty and hundred bucks. It's not really that. It's the time spent. Uh, having to deal with this bullshit. Believe me, if I had the amount, of, if I was able to send a bill to Comcast for the amount of time and effort that I've had to deal with those ass clowns, then it would be a pretty. I probably could fucking retire. Uh, but with Planet Fitness, yeah, there's some that some states like New New York, New Jersey, Connecticut that had to mandatory. They're mandatory. You cannot be open. When you can't be open. You shouldn't be charging your clients money. And if you don't have the reserves to hold up shop. With your gyms, then you know what. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Hope for a bailout, but those are those gyms, and yeah, they shouldn't be charging their they shouldn't be charging their clients whatsoever. It's absolutely bullshit. So I don't I don't really want to hear anything from from Comcast. And yeah, you know what? If you're going to, if you're going to Planet 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 Fitness, it's on you. It's absolutely on you. You shouldn't be. I would advise anybody who wants to be uh, who wants to have a gym membership. That is the last gym you want to go to. All right, there are so many gyms out there, dirty, clean. It don't matter. Planet Fitness is the absolutely one of the, the last gyms that you want to be putting your money into, at all. They just they discourage true fitness athletes, bodybuilders, weightlifters. They don't they don't give a fuck about them. They don't want you to be healthy. They don't want they don't want you to be healthy. They're not the biggest fan of free weights. It's just garbage. They're it's just, I I one like i said there are companies out there that you should not be spending your money on and now would be a good time to actually just cancel their cancel your subscriptions altogether i won my battle with comcast and planet fitness and other companies like them yeah i don't i don't want to waste my time with them i know there's no good that can come of it if you're if now we're talking about a chance to save money planet fitness is one of those places where you should just be like all right i'm all set take your 10 bucks somewhere else i i mean it, you'd be better off spending 20 30 bucks somewhere where you're actually going to go there and get in shape and be encouraged especially nowadays, to be healthy and in shape and well and mentally. Because there's something about being able to go to the gym in the morning or in the afternoons and just kind of getting that extra energy out so you're calm when you go home. You don't want to bring your frustrations home with you, especially with something like this going on recently. Um, Those stresses, you should relieve yourself of those stresses. Planet Fitness is not a place where I feel that you can do such a thing. I don't care how cheap it is. You get what you pay for. And now you have a shitty. Now you're getting assholes are being uh, they're billing people for the service they're not providing. That's not it. Ain't it ain't cool. The uh, let's see, it's a pretty straightforward article. It just simply mentions that Oh Planet Fitness did not respond to requests for comments. Uh, let's see, can Planet Fitness stop charging gym fees for those of us that can't go? Because that twenty dollars will come really handy. Twenty bucks, okay. So there's uh, there's you know depending upon where you work, there's some gas money right there. Twelve states have ordered gyms to close in order to stop the spread of pandemic. Uh, twelve states. So that's twelve states. A lot of people. Okay. So there's that. How many deaths? Thirteen thousand. That's a lot. Well, let's face it. Nobody is going to. I don't. I don't even know if testing. Unless you work in a healthcare facility, I don't think that testing is even going to matter at this point. I. I really don't. At this point, you can assume that you either have it or somebody close to you has it. Um. It just spread that quickly. It just, it just, it just spread. It spreads that quickly. As soon as somebody got off the cruise ship, everybody in that state had it. It just, it just ran. And then because it it's not like the regular flu where a couple people get it. It's like once it's in the room, everybody's got it. And then those people go home to their family, and then their kids go off to school, and then that's all she wrote. Everybody's got it. Everybody's got it or has it. I had it or have it. But I feel fine, except for, the, you know, a little bit of bloating. But that was because that was I had pasta with peas last night. Fresh pea. Oh, so if you're going to be eating, what do we got, 39 minutes? Easy recipe. Fresh pasta or regular pasta. doesn't matter. A little bit of olive oil in the water with a little bit of salt. Take a bag of frozen peas. Throw that in there with some butter. And then maybe a little bit of diced tomatoes or a little bit of pasta sauce. And let that kind of sit with a, a little one or two cloves of chopped garlic is all you need. You don't even need to put meat in there. If you want, fry up a little bit of meat in the side, maybe chicken, shrimp. It doesn't matter. Any meat works with pasta or peas. Then you just take that. So peas, butter, garlic, and maybe you got some of that McCormick chicken seasoning or adobo or or goya uh, or uh, what's the other one? Badia, all those companies. Just take a little seasoning, put it in there, season it to taste, and let it sit with the peas and the butter. And once that's done, you take a little bit of that and you put it on top of the pasta and you're golden. If you got some extra Asiago or Parmesan or or Vermont sharp cheddar, just go ahead and grab a cheese grater, put a ton of that on top. If you want to get a little extra spicy, you can put some hot sauce on there or you can put some lemon on there. Lemon will go great in that. And then there you go. You're good. You're good to go. A cheap meal, a cheap really cheap meal that's absolutely delicious that everyone can enjoy. Maybe you want to put a little poached egg on there. Maybe you want to add some cannellini beans or some great northern beans in with the pasta with peas. You can totally do that now. Now is a good time to be creative in the kitchen. I've been making soup every single week, and it's with just random stuff. Kale, great northern beans, black beans, uh, a little bit of ground beef, green beans that were frozen, that were cut, that were fresh, mushrooms, um, a little bit of hot sauce, whatever olive oil I had, and then just some seasoning that was in the cupboard. Then you just salt the taste, and they come out fabulous every single time. We made a fish stew. We made a a chicken thigh stew. We had a chicken noodle. We had a Mediterranean soup. Just go into the cupboards and take out, and then you want to put a little, pret. you want to put some, uh, if you don't have any of those oyster crackers, maybe grab a little Ritz crackers or some of those pretzel crackers and put them on the side. Then sprinkle a ton of cheese on top and you're good to go. There's a lot of ways you can do this uh, to get through these times. And that's a great way of becoming one with your family is to be creative in the kitchen. That's where everybody comes together. And when everybody agrees on the flavors in the kitchen, that's when you know you got a good household. So uh, we're at forty-one minutes. I am going to close up shop for today. This has been Sunday leftovers, and I've been t- I've been tired uh, because I've been all over the place. Last night was let's see. Last night I was at a client's. I just finished up uh, a fe- fitter filming a featurette for uh, a, a canine training facility. We just sat down and did the interview, so I am going to be chopping that up since I may have some time on my hands. And then after that's done, I I, I went to a client's placing conquered and did some live streaming for uh, a a live band to get that moving i'm probably going to end up doing it again there's a lot of believe me there people need you more than you think just because you maybe you're going to be out of a job for a couple weeks or something or you're going to be told to stay home believe me there's you still have value there's you still have tons of value in this world you sometimes you just got to look a little harder to find it so uh, for those of you that are discouraged or worrying or panicking, don't don't. This is not something that's gonna kill us all. We're all gonna be fine. you' maybe you're gonna lose your job or something like that. you're gonna find another one. People are gonna need you. Just know that you're not dead. people need you so and your, your family's gonna need you too. Uh, so nows the time to step up and help. be a volunteer. Do something like that if you want. Uh, just don't give out your blood. Don't give blood. Blood is good money. If you got O negative or O positive blood, charge a ton for that shit. Charge. Go a place where they'll pay you. O blood. O blood is is huge. So if you got it, charge a premium for it. Anyways, that's enough for Sunday leftovers. And uh, if you want to subscribe to this channel, there's a YouTube channel, Positive Sarcasm Podcast. You can also find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Castbox, Podcast Addict, and Spotify. Uh, every Wednesday, I podcast for approximately one hour. Every Sunday is the leftovers, which just whatever's in the freezer from articles, or questions, or comments from the week before, and then I pretty much. Uh, you know, I emptied the fridge on the Sunday to get ready for a brand new week. That's the best way to do it. I like Sunday leftovers. It's enjoyable. I just kind of get to vomit my thoughts out before I start new, uh, start fresh. But anyways, we're done here because now I'm starting to rant to the point where I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. And Mr. Fr- who? okay, somebody sent me a message on Instagram. Oh, it was, it was Mr. Frowley. Okay. Well, I guess we're done here. Um, thank you to all my new subscribers. None of you have died because my subscribership has gone up, not down. And, uh, if you want to tell your friends to support this channel, go ahead and just go, you can find me on all those, all those platforms, wherever podcasts are downloadable and streamable, go ahead and download it there. Tell your friends about it, share it on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever, Twitter, and, uh, let them know what I'm, what them know what I'm doing. Just have them go to positive sarcasm.com, review my YouTube channel, my articles, my future uh, past podcasts, and see if they want to be part of this little adventure. If you have questions on posing music, if you're if there's gonna when they reopen competitive fitness shows, just go ahead and email me. We'll get set up for future shows about what music you want to get done. But if you have any questions or comments, whether it's on technology or anything in general, just email me. I'm I'm here to help you guys. If if you're if you have questions or concerns, or if this this whole thing really does bother you to the point where you need to talk to somebody about it, uh, I would I would would not mind uh, lending a helping hand uh, if I can. But a virtual one, not a physical one. But anyways, my name's Jay. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening, watching, and subscribing. I will talk to you all next week. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. podcast go to positive sarcasm.com slash donate any amount is appreciated once again positive sarcasm.com slash donate